0: Sophia's Choice, the Golden Girls podcast, the only (laughs) podcast with abs, no, not abdominal muscles, Alan, Brent, and Ski. (laughs) Uh, Today we will be going over uh, Season 4, Episode 19, Till Death Do We Volley. It'll be our normal format with Ski doing our recap, Uh, of course picking our MVPs for the episode, as well as giving it a rating out of 8 slices of cheesecake. Um, did have a couple little things to go over though before nice. we uh, kick things off. A couple of uh, messages that we had received. Cool. Um, we got one recently from a uh, CJ saying that our uh, tangents are getting better and feel more chill and natural. Nice. So I thought that was a, a good yeah. compliment. Fun times. Yeah, I was just said that I thought that um, you know we were getting more comfortable as time goes on. Hopefully, yeah. we'll continue to, and that. Maybe by the time it's all said and done, we might get up to an eighth-rate podcast.
1: It only took 40-some years, but we're finally comfortable on our own skins, Right, yeah. Well, let's not not overstate it, but
0: I said eighth-rate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh. That's true. We also got a message from a uh, Numi. Oh hello Numi yeah oh, say
1: I got something when you're done with that. Okay,
0: um, and she was just saying uh, how can you not like Prince? He's not a top three favorite, but he's good <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I thought that was funny. I said that um I agree. I said that's the way I feel. May yeah, not yeah. be so much you and that Prince is not my idol, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: nor mine. And yeah, I, I wouldn't put him in my top three either, but I would also go better than good. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely curious
2: though, <laughs> what would do you, if you you seem like you and bo, you and Alan both are, are people who rank stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you have a top
1: three? Um, I mean it'd probably be Elvis Costello Guided by Voices and the Grateful Dead, you know? Or Bob Dylan. Or it's yeah. Probably, yeah. I, would go I was guessing three. Elvis first because yeah. I think
2: you've mentioned that before. Yeah,
1: Elvis, Guided by Voices, and Grateful Dead would be my top three. But that's with the asterisk that, like, I think the Beatles are just, like, a wasted choice. Like, I think <laughs> the Beatles should be, like, in everybody's top three. Sure, so sure. So you just don't even have to list them. Right. It's like, you know, I don't a know. A default, basically. Exactly, Yeah. It's like, what are your favorite things? Like, you don't have to list, like, food and shelter. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just
2: sort of implied that you like those. No, I like being out in the cold. It's...
0: Yeah. So do you feel like that if it's, like, on the bottom level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs that you mm-hmm. shouldn't have to mention it? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's only to it help you towards your self-actualization. Exactly. It's oh. one and of the, those things that... And
1: just... the Beatles should
2: be on that list.
1: Exactly, <laughs> yeah. It's like Beatles and oxygen and water and <laughs> shelter. and
0: <laughs> It's just one of those things. Yeah, I don't know though. It does show how time passes, in my opinion. It, I know, like, I feel like everybody from our generation and prior mm-hmm. would look at the Beatles as like, oh, they're gonna be huge forever. Like, mm-hmm. they'll always be mm-hmm. a band that everybody knows. But honestly, like, the generation, like my kids, yeah, and I, and they've they've heard Beatles song. Like, I played mm-hmm. some of them for them, but. Yeah. I would say their generation, and, and really, I don't even know if uh, Alexis, she's a bit older than yeah. my kids, like eight years older. I don't know mm-hmm. if she would be able to name more than a handful of Beatles songs, do you think?
2: I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to ask her now. I'm curious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean,
1: if you mention the Beatles, too, or she would recognize that they're Certainly. a Certainly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. She'd recognize the name. And I think that'll always be the case. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things, like if you mention like Baroque composers or whatever, people have heard of Bach or Beethoven or whatever. Mm. They can't hum the melodies or whatever (laughs) but it's just when you learn about a topic it's like well we only have enough time to teach you one thing so we'll just teach you about the beatles okay
0: (laughs) yeah but it's like once you get up to that generation i don't think any of them would say the beatles are one of their favorite things they wouldn't put it in their top bands well yeah but i mean it i don't know it's one of the yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying your great grandkids, when you're like, oh, do you hear this Beatles song? They'll be like, who are the Beatles? What is the Beatles? See, I disagree.
1: I think even if they can't name a song, immediately name a song, they'll at least understand
0: who the Beatles are. I don't know. I think there would have been a time when people would have been like, oh, yeah, people will always know who Clark Gable is, you know, or uh, Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And at this point, like, there'd be a lot of people that wouldn't know who these Huge stars, or even Elvis, you know, would yeah. be another one.
1: I'm not saying that people could name like even a single Marilyn Monroe movie, mm-hmm. but they're like, oh, that's Marilyn Monroe, you know,
2: the face, like they yeah, see, or exactly. like the the classic thing where she's over the air the yeah, air vent yeah, yeah. or something, mm. or at
1: least be like, yeah, she was an actress, or you know, they would know something about her. Yeah. Clark Gable, they probably wouldn't know who that is, mm. but I think there are just certain things like Marilyn Monroe and Elvis. There are certain things that. Yeah, I, I I'd know.
0: like to get your definitive list of people that will uh, people in the entertainment industry that should always be known at some point. Maybe you can work on that for our next. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I think it's just one of those things that for every decade, I think
1: there'd just be one or two people mm, that just okay. sort of represents the entire decade you that know? stand out and then just exactly. are easily it's one of those things. Like it, it, at some point, people like almost you know, timeless. Yeah, well, yeah, like somebody's like you know America in the nineteen seventies, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. John Travolta, Saturday Night Fever, or Bee Gees, or something along those lines. It'll just be the one thing that just represents the entire decade. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that it just, you know, all in the family and, you know, Mary Tyler Moore show and Maud, and everything else about the decade will have just vanished. But
2: Golden people, Girls, 80s, yeah. early mm-hmm. 90s.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Time will forget it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure the time will forget just about everything at some point, but Mm -hmm. maybe not for a good long while. Hopefully, yeah. So,
1: so anyways. um, But Numi, just while we got her on our minds, somebody was on the Insta earlier today. And they liked, like, 24 pictures. And I don't even know if we – I guess we have 24 pictures, but, Mm -hmm. like, my phone blew up with 24 hearts. Right. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I was like, what the what? Um, But, like, I I randomly clicked on one in order to see what was going on. And the one that I randomly clicked on, uh, Numi had commented Mm. saying, like, I'm following you, and now I've got – following you on all the socials or something along those oh, wow. lines. Oh, right. it was like eight weeks ago. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so, I, so I gave a little heart to that message. So <laughs> so knew me, eyes. like, apologize we, we it. saw it.
0: Maybe a little late, but. Yeah,
1: it took me so long to see the comment and to to acknowledge it. But it brought a smile to my face today.
0: What did you happen to see who it was that had like the 24 pictures today?
1: Uh, it was something, and I was distracted, and I couldn't make heads or tails of what they're their handle was. Oh, well, their
0: handle doesn't relate back to the things that we know her from. But it was Trisha, um, Trisha P. Oh, okay. Was the one gotcha. who, who like she did leave us a comment. That's all I knew. But she said, "Yeah, more ways to follow the bestest Golden Girls podcast." And says it's Trisha P. Here. Nice hashtag. A, cool. still wooing a gal. Oh, nice. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks. I was gonna save that little tidbit for our next episodes. Oh, as, gotcha. You know, just to space out the uh, interactions what's we've had. But what's yeah. what's the hashtag in reference to? Uh, I just us. Still we're the the gal? We're still wooing a gal, the gal being Trisha. Oh. She's still commenting about butt stuff and things like that. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I I don't think that she's mistaken us for gals that she's trying to woo. That was confusing. We've not scared her off yet. Right, yeah, exactly. So anyways. Well, thank you, Trisha.
1: Definitely following this.
0: Well, then there was one other uh, one other interaction I wanted to mention, because um, I got probably one of the nicest compliments that I've ever personally gotten, and it was in a conversation that was mostly shared between um, Brent and uh, and Lisa, who's you know mermaiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were having a conversation on on Instagram, and she said that uh, I'm listening to your podcast now. Please tell Alan I said he is not the garbage in the middle. I adore all three <laughs> of you. So nice. not garbage. I think that's, that's probably p- the nicest compliment I've ever got. Yeah. Top, top yeah. compliment. That's yeah. <laughs> that, sure.
2: He's saying that we're not good enough friends that we have not complimented him well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like, I'm not sure what the what the follow up response was, mm-hmm. but I'd like to think I was like, well, this praise cannot stand <laughs> <laughs> and I knocked you back down to size. It's no, like I... no mermaid. He is garbage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what you said was um, I will definitely relay the message to. Uh, both because it's the right thing to do and because he'll dock my pay if he discovers I've been holding out on him. <laughs> 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 so. <A> classic. <laughs> <dinner>. <laughs> and then she commented, but you don't get paid. And you said, but don't I know it. <laughs> so. And then you two went on to talk about some other uh, you know, Golden Girls related stuff and nice. why it's such a Maybe good show. Maybe I should get on this, the... the, the uh, you th- should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had... You guys a, are
2: pretty funny on there too. They, mm-hmm. Saving some A-list material there. <laughs> now,
0: listen, if anybody contacts us directly, we definitely give our best effort to uh, reply back with quality responses. So. Exactly.
1: Sounds like it. Maybe and it's it's easier to communicate with somebody one-on-one sure, than it yeah. is to communicate from us to the you know dozens of people listening. Right. <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess it'd still be considered dozens. When is the next step up? Hundreds? Yeah, I would assume so. Well, I mean, we do get scores, scores, (laughs) it's like 20, right? Exactly. (laughs) I would say we're up to scores. We have scores of people that listen at this point. I just don't think we could quite call it hundreds, even though we get, you know, a couple hundred, you know, between two and three hundred listens a week. Um, But those are to all of our episodes combined. Our new episode is still, you know, coming in around. 80 in the first week. It's more than we deserve. <laughs> more than we've earned. I don't know. I think that we've earned that. we put in a lot of hours <laughs> to doing this. Whether our quality has gotten better <laughs> by that point significant a margin or not i still just think the hours in we deserve i
1: don't think i don't don't think that's accurate like putting in the time doesn't mean you deserve something like if every time we record an episode afterwards i go into your backyard and take a shit that doesn't mean i deserve an ear of corn to grow there
0: i don't know i think that uh I don't. I don't agree with your analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Depends just,
2: on how much corn you're putting in to your body to to you know yeah, ultimately yeah. Ex- exit. If you're yeah. making
0: a sacrifice, you're like, I eat a lot of unpopped kernels of corn <laughs> just so that I can do this. So I can take that shit, and then you're like, I feel like I deserve for yeah. all the distress I put my body through. <laughs> a fool, full, a fool, full I I yes, yeah. but... Because I feel like there has been some time and effort, you know, certainly put into the podcast. Okay. Uh, just because our skills are still mediocre at best doesn't mean that we <laughs> haven't worked, you know, a reasonable amount to, yeah. to to try to give a halfway quality product. Yeah. So, uh,
1: are we at the halfway point yet?
0: Are we close? Uh, I would say we're at a little over the halfway point, s- actually. Um,
1: it would have been like middle of
0: season four, right? Yeah, we're definitely over the halfway point as far as <laughs> episodes, go, as far as uh, the series goes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we'll have, you know, our little kind of playoffs at the end, which Mm -hmm. will take maybe another, I think I figured up around 10 episodes, 8 episodes, something like that. Really? (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I figured we'd do like (laughs) 10 episodes maybe is a little high.
2: That seems high to me, but I don't know. I I guess you've got more thought behind it than I do.
0: Let me think about it. There's 180 episodes. Okay. Seven seasons. That's seven recaps. So okay. we have 187 episodes yeah. just for each season plus the recap. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think I figured out that we'd end up at 196. Mm-hmm. So what would that be? Um, nine episodes that would take to finish it off? I think that's what I came up with. Um, nine episodes of recap and everything like that well just playoffs like and they would be you know maybe shorter episodes or uh, or we would cover multiple things at once okay i came up with some sort of uh, equation yeah i right. think i might be saying it wrong 192 is the number i think i came up with so that five episodes reasonable. of playoffs okay, okay. before we okay. come up it, it, we'll
1: probably have we can have two bonus episodes because we're gonna have one where we reviewed the book
0: oh well, i don't know we do a whole episode for that but oh, really yeah i oh, thought, thought we just tack it on
1: oh i thought it'd get its own thing
0: oh really yeah Oh, we'll think about it. Okay, And then probably a, a bloopers episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time people... That'll are, be three hours. <laughs> by the time people are here in this episode, uh, our little book review will have already come and gone. So, so they'll know what happened. Yeah, they'll, they'll <laughs> know before we do, apparently. <laughs> in, in, a, in the cosmic sense. But, uh, well, at that
2: point, we can start deciding if we want to do bonus ones for the... Uh, golden palace right
0: right yeah or just you know brent has discussed possibly us playing one of the golden girls themed board games or oh something yeah i would totally nature. be
2: down with that whether so, we record it or not
0: yeah so there's plenty of options uh to to pad out our numbers if we want to i'm fine with us uh assembling one of those uh golden girl jigsaw puzzles <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. now would we sit quietly as we did
1: <laughs> guys, <"Ooh>, a corner <laughs> exactly i've
2: got i've got a piece that looks like an arm you guys exactly. got an arm <laughs> exactly
1: Guys, guys, I think I assembled a cheesecake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no jokes, just really dry mm-hmm. puzzle talk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well,
2: I think you just decided what our next
0: podcast is going to be. Puzzle talk with... Dry, dry puzzle talk. Yeah, dry puzzle talk with abs. <laughs> Anyways, um. Oh, and uh, this would be an important thing too. This episode will be going out on December twentieth. So, Merry Christmas to uh, yeah. anybody who celebrates, and if you don't, uh, you know, I hope that you have a, a nice time. You know, maybe a couple days off work, whatever suits you. Happy yeah.
1: holiday season. Yeah, certainly.
0: Festivus for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe I, I can say confidently that the three people at this table celebrate Christmas, um, but I celebrate uh, anybody's. I'm going to cut part of this out. Really? (laughs) I I just like I don't know. I don't know where the diversity
2: of the world and everybody's uh, right to practice what they want.
1: I celebrate whatever they celebrate in Alaska.
0: What's that? I don't know. I'm just pandering to our (laughs) listeners in Alaska. (laughs) 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 We don't have any yet. (laughs) So, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas.
1: Enjoy the Christmas pickle.
0: (laughs) All right. So if uh, that's all, all the. Bits that I had So, Ski, whenever you're ready You can go ahead and take it away
2: Alright, Season 4, Episode 19 Till Death Do We Volley And we're not talking about volleyball, folks <laughs> uh, March eighteenth, nineteen 1989 Was the original air date uh, It was written by Richard uh, Vaxi And Tracy Gamble uh, Directed by our good friend Terry Hughes <laughs> uh, We open in the kitchen We see uh, Blanche bringing a drink Over to Rose and Sophia uh, Sophia just walked into the kitchen and sat at the table. Uh, then Dorothy enters and tells the girls they'll never guess who just who she just spoke to on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia Sophia immediately replies, though, Trudy McMahon, her best friend from high school, that is coming to town for the reunion.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, and then she goes on to you know admit that she was listening in. On yeah,
2: she's well. Yeah, Rose says that you know she must
0: have ESP, mm-hmm. but uh, Sophia says no, she just has a phone extension in her bedroom. Right now. I thought it was odd. Why are these people who went to high school together in New York mm-hmm. having their high school reunion in Miami? Thank
2: mm-hmm. you. I, I made a little note that's brought that exact up. <laughs> yeah, it
0: just did make the, the, that aspect of it didn't make sense. I mean, I realized that they needed it for the story so they mm-hmm. didn't have to have a
2: another plot, or yeah, another set. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: A whole traveling mm-hmm. episode where they go up to New York for this reunion. But mm-hmm. it just my suspension of disbelief was tested <laughs> in that yeah. concept. Um, yeah,
1: I assume they all just took the train down.
0: Yeah, probably so. <laughs> well, and then later Mom on... the
1: circus. Exactly. <laughs> so. I did think it was odd because I've never seen, like, an elderly woman named Trudy
0: before. Hmm. Well, I mean, Gertrude, so maybe she oh. just eventually went by Trudy as she yeah. got... Instead uh, of Gertie? Yeah, I, get, I would definitely go by Trudy over Gertie if I had the, <laughs> had the choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had an Aunt Myrtle. She went by Mert, but... Really? Uh,
2: hmm <laughs> I don't think I ever met her, did I?
0: No, she was my dad's aunt. So,
2: so I don't know if you remember hearing that name. So Yeah,
0: and I think she died probably before you and I were even friends. I mean, she I was definitely old enough that I remember her for sure, like around maybe 10, but you and I became friends around that 10, ballpark. 11, yeah. Yeah,
1: so. I like the fact that Ski's sitting there thinking that he met all your great aunts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I probably met most of his family, though. Yeah, but I don't know if you met anybody from my dad's side of the family besides my dad. Like I, I don't think you've ever met my Aunt Judy, and she's still around. She's the matriarch of that side of the family at this point.
2: I know you've talked about her, but I don't know that I have met her. You're probably right.
0: Yeah. And those are great aunts, too. Um, I have one aunt on my dad's side that he doesn't speak to, and uh, one uncle on What's my dad's side. The uh, they just never got along, I don't think. Uh, they're, they're close in age. Um, I think she's the oldest of three, but my grandma had them 11 months apart. so it was like, So she's less than two years older than him, even though there's another kid in between the two of them. So it was like her 11 months later, my dad's brother, and then 11 months later came my dad. Okay, gotcha. So they're pretty close in age, but I don't know. He, he, he doesn't have a high opinion of her, and the two of them just okay. never got along well. But that's just an aunt. Yeah. So that's that's what I was saying. The, the Mert and my Aunt Judy are great aunts. They're okay. my grandmother's sisters. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, he hasn't. I've only seen my Aunt Judy, or what is her? Uh, I've only seen my dad's sister, um, Janine, probably two or three times in my life, if gotcha. even that. And I think mm-hmm. at least one of them was my grandma's funeral. So, mm-hmm. um, And then my Uncle Mark, I, I've seen him several times, but he's always lived out of state. So, mm-hmm. Ski so thinks he knows my family, but there's a whole side he has no idea I'm about. I'm just completely ignorant. I That's know. what it is. Mm-hmm. Your hubris is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at him rubbing my face
2: in it. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, Sophia says she's got a phone extension in her bedroom. Dorothy gets very upset that her mother was listening in on our conversation. Uh, but then starts talking about what a great friend Trudy was uh, growing up. Sophia immediately disagrees with this, citing an incident on prom night, uh, which she incidentally doesn't remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, Dorothy explains to the girls that Trudy had played a practical joke on her uh, in which all the girls from the tennis team were supposed to wear their dress uniforms to the dance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, then Dorothy shows up, and she's the only one that did. Uh, Blanche assumes that her date must have been horrified, but Sophia reassures her that no, no, Dorothy's brother was really a good sport about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dorothy tells uh, the girls that you know she and Trudy had a very healthy back and forth rivalry. Uh, Rose interjects that you know when she was younger, she was the butt of many jokes, uh, and that maybe it was even something that ran in the family, because growing up, uh, they had a, a wall in the house that was dedicated to kick me signs that they would collected each with its own individual story and some with the original scotch tape. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Blanche asks when uh, Trudy will be visiting, and Dorothy tells her you know, in a few weeks. I think she says week after next or something. Uh, uh, she then gets up and heads to the door saying she's going to do go take some tennis lessons because she wants uh, to play Trudy when she visits, and she's going to mop the court with her. Uh, Blanche says something along the lines of sounds like she's holding a grudge, and Sophia says that Sicilians are really good at holding a grudge. And then also, they're real good at holding a grudge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any comments on that? That was pretty much the whole
0: first act. I don't think so. I mean, I think you summarized it pretty well, and you hit the the lines that had stood out to me as well. So, I think I'm good with okay. the first act at this point.
2: Excellence. Change scenes. Now uh, The girls are uh, in the kitchen uh, working on uh, just like prep, and Dorothy is talking about how excited she is to see Trudy after all these years. Right. Rose says that you know she wants everything to be perfect for her. And so she's pre- preparing Scandinavia's oldest appetizer, <laughs> cheese and crackers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Blanche questions the simplicity of the food. You know, she's kind of incredulous, like, is that it? Cheese and crackers? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, uh, did you write down some of the I other names? I did not. I
0: mean, she, she went on to say a bunch of gibberish. It's like Flifluvin and, yeah.
2: and Flahavin or something.
0: Yeah, things that were similar to names, of so things that uh, Rose has mentioned in the past. Right, yeah.
2: But she compares it to other dishes that have kind of foreign-sounding names, rose and mist that uh, she is making her mouth water now. <laughs> right. Uh, the doorbell rings, and Dorothy goes to answer it. Uh, while the girls are behind her, they bring out the treats. Uh, she greets Trudy at the door, and they exchange a big hug and then a few backhanded comments to one another, like immediately. Right. With smiles on their faces, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Trudy introduces her husband, Jack, uh, then gives a hug to Sophia, because obviously she grew up with Sophia, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy introduces Rose and Blanche, and they all take a seat. Uh, Jack explains that he's uh, heard many stories about Dorothy, like when the girls were uh, young and they ran against each other for class treasurer. Right. Rose uh, then starts recounting a story about when she ran for president of the Bull Castration Club. <laughs> right. Uh, but that she lost by just a hair.
0: Yeah. yeah. It said there's a no sound in this world sweeter than a bull's moo as it climbs an octave. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Blanche points out that, uh, you know, from the way they're going back and forth, they don't really sound like good friends, and Trudy kind of agrees that yeah, yeah, we should try to be more positive.
0: Now, did either of you two ever try mm. to run for a school office? Mm, no,
2: I can't remember. Well, that you I went I ever to, did.
0: Uh, your first year. You went to Sessina, which was you know a fairly small school, mm-hmm. um, but then after that, you went to Warren, which is a fairly Huge. enormous school. Yeah. I'd have to imagine you'd really have to put some actual funding behind your campaign Probably, <laughs> if yeah. you were going to run for office <laughs> Well, there. I was
2: trying to think, did we have, like, office offices at uh, St. Simon?
0: Uh, maybe we did. Um,
2: I could see myself maybe running mm-hmm. for one of those, but I don't remember doing it.
0: Yeah, but I, mean, I feel like it may have just been, like, class president and vice president or something. I don't yeah. think they went all the way down. And I'm not even positive that they did that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I had never run for office either. Just this wasn't as civic-minded back then. Yeah. Uh, Not that I'm that much more civic-minded now, (laughs) but at least I pay attention a little more now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it just never seemed to interest me or whatever. Mm. I can't think of anything that I ran for. Prompt king or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> you were just elected naturally, That's what yeah. you're saying. Exactly. It's like there
2: is no other choice. We have There's to pick Brent. No. Exactly. I was Unopposed. It was the write in vote. Right. <laughs> Two other people were trying, but they stepped down when they found out that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, they went ahead and uh, what? what is it? Recuse themselves? Well, I wasn't um, going to say recuse. What is it when uh, the concession speech, like they gave the concession <laughs> speech just before yeah. they even announced the winner? <laughs> yeah. So.
1: I did see that I lost Sexiest Man Alive again the other day.
0: Yeah, That's bullshit. I <laughs> mean, I keep I keep sending people pictures of you, and they keep mm-hmm. turning me down, saying you're just not famous enough. Exactly. I'm like, hey, famous doesn't have anything to do with it. You put uh-huh. this you, man next you, to Paul Rudd, and <laughs> did you send them like links to the podcast? I, I mean, yeah. How can they say not famous
2: now? Well,
0: it's because <laughs> since Brent is uh, somewhat reluctant to put his face and full name out mm-hmm. there in the oh, world, oh, yeah. you know, I think that holds him back, but mm-hmm.
2: maybe ever so slightly.
0: I'm just saying that if he were to put it all out out there that uh, we'd be talking to our next captain america here <laughs> <laughs> i will say that obviously you
1: know paul Rudd deserves it and everything sure. like that mm-hmm. um but i would say that on my best day mm-hmm. you know i would be a better sexiest man alive than former winner Nick Nolte. <laughs> today. You know, like not not Nick Nolte back when he won. Okay. But like if you took today's Nick Nolte versus me, yeah. I think oh, I yeah. would win.
0: I would say there's a great many that if you took you versus them today, you would win. <laughs> <laughs> like you would absolutely beat Burt Reynolds today. <laughs> JFK Junior. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know all of them offhand, but yeah. I would say uh, most of them that were elected say twenty plus years ago you'd uh-huh. have a pretty damn good (laughs) chance (laughs) there's probably one or two out there that were elected 20 years ago that you still (laughs) wouldn't quite be able to beat yeah Um, but that would be a very small group yeah so
1: I remember when they announced uh, (laughs) when they were announcing like the cast for the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. You know, they listed Nick Nolte there, (laughs) and the dude writing the article said, "I have no idea who he's playing, but I assume it's a fresh-faced youngster." (laughs) 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 Which I thought was just so so funny. (laughs) It is
0: weird too, when you think about how crazy Gary Busey is, and how similar the two of them look in their Mm -hmm. like mugshot pictures. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. it is. (laughs) But, anyways, uh, you got robbed again this year, Brent. But uh-huh. you know, I think that I read, I read or heard something that um, men are at their most attractive on average, I guess, when they're like fifty. Oh, which uh, so you know maybe you're in like five years. Um, mm-hmm. you exactly, know, you'll have your opportunity. So long after this podcast is gone, I'll well, only peak <laughs> after this podcast is gone, but whatever subsequent one you know yeah. we're on we may have taken the world by storm. <laughs> That's true. So.
2: That's so. true. Have you guys ever seen like a breakdown of Paul Red like over the years? Like uh, yeah, like he, how
0: he basically looks the same in clueless almost as he does in the same. In yeah, it is yeah. insane <laughs> how little different it is. Yeah. Yeah, he has aged gracefully. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> so the fact that he won this year and not in any of the previous years
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> says more about like his competition and not him like ripening or whatever. Maybe a little bit of both. You know, maybe yeah. he's maybe he's aged to perfection at this uh-huh. point. Um, but he's, in he's prior in a, years, he's
2: in enough movies lately. Yeah, <laughs> a, I,
0: he is certainly more in the public eye
1: than he was. Yeah, you know. I think he's also the safe choice. It's one of those things that, like, everybody loves Paul Rudd, and Mm. and rightfully so, you know. But also, like, if he was going to be Me too or something, it would have happened by now.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. You know, so they're
1: not going to have egg on their face in six months or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you have to be, uh, I don't know, you have to be careful at this point. Although, I don't think that if they name somebody that... And then all of a sudden, you know, allegations came out against the person that they would necessarily be in trouble as long as they were willing to rescind their sexiest man alive <laughs> award. Mm-hmm. Then then I think they'd be if they're like, no, we're standing by it. We don't care how many women he, you know, mm-hmm. sexually assaulted. He's mm-hmm. still, you know, yeah. sexiest man alive is based on looks. <laughs> and <laughs> Can't <personality>. take <laughs> looks and fame. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He'll always be the 45th president. No right. matter what happens. <laughs> 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 exactly. You can't you can't change the past, Brent. You can only mm-hmm. move forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lesson I learned from Alf Landon.
1: <laughs>
2: Where were we? Active. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the girls uh, they they're kind of going back and forth. Uh, you know, jabs. Blanche points out that they don't really sound like good friends, and Pru- Trudy says, "Yeah, let's be more positive." They trade a few more joking comments, and then uh, Dorothy and Trudy head to the kitchen. I think they're going to go grab some food or something. Jack asked the girls if uh, they were this competitive in high school, too. Or, no, asked Sophia, rather. Right, yeah. Sophia kind of snaps back that, you know, she's not Nova, and she doesn't have all the answers.
0: Yeah, well, she said prior to that, she said, oh, no, uh, her breasts were actually a lot smaller back then. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, (laughs) because when they're going back and forth a little bit, they say something about being more positive. And uh, Dorothy says, I like your boob job or something along those lines. Right, yeah.
1: And says, "Yeah, the left one's really good." <laughs> <laughs> I assume Jack paid for them,
0: though. Probably so. We don't really know what uh, Trudy does for a living. I don't think she ever discusses it. She
1: just said she married rich. Yeah, well, she, she did could also be that. a
0: tennis champ. <laughs> so
1: that's <laughs> true. That's true. She could be a uh, Arnold or Sylvester Stallone stunt doubling over the top. <laughs> <laughs> <Could be. laughs> yeah, she does have the hair for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the arm wrestling skills. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, she, she snaps at him. And for anyone who doesn't know what Nova is, it's a PBS show about mm. space usually, but also science topics.
0: It's also a car from Chevy. That's true. That's true. It's also a character in the Marvel Universe. Also true. Mm-hmm.
2: Three Novas that's right,
0: right there. Tri- that's tri-nova. just the tip of the Nova iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Avon backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Now, is that something that you had thought about in the past at some point, or did that just come to your mind just now?
1: Just now when I was looking for another thing to say. <laughs> I think it was a strong four. They can't all be
0: winners. Well, <laughs> I just think Brent, you know, he totally eschewed the rule of three by adding that fourth one in. <laughs> I was trying
1: to start it over so you guys oh. come up with two more. <laughs> um,
2: it is also a four-letter word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like what, cuss now? words. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was also 23 across in the new york times crossword puzzle on the day
0: this episode aired
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: now go back and find that and send us a picture and we'll send you a sophia's choice baseball cap <laughs>
3: right.
1: exactly. it's been a baseball cap worn by one of the three of us right? <laughs>
2: seems like a pretty cool prize. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I'm going to get right on that. <laughs>
0: they may have a little bit of DNA if you'd like to claim one of us. <laughs> not claim, clone. Clone one of us. <laughs> claim one of us. <laughs> yeah, we're not out there on the market just yet. Yeah, <laughs> <So> exactly. <laughs> we need to drive up our value first. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> None of us are currently in the position to be adopted, but <laughs> <laughs> <Right. True laughs> give <enough>. it time.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, Sophia snaps at her and Bland tells tells, says to Jack, you'll have to excuse Sophia. Sophia then kind of looks surprised and says, oh, you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, says that she thought, you know, <laughs> since she was backed up against the uh, pillow, she was safe.
3: Right, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that was my favorite line, actually. That was a really good line. I really line. enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't sell it as well as it was. I oh, know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was subtle the way that she said it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, exactly. Like it took a moment to realize, you uh-huh. know, what she was admitting to. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> and I think it just, it just opens up the possibility that
0: in any scene which features Sophia, she's just ripping one in the background. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess we should keep an eye on her when she's not, uh, you know, talking, and mm-hmm. see if she's just smirking to herself a little there, bit. <laughs> there have
2: been at least two or three. Uh, Instances where she says something about having, you know, taken a, a little toot or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose suggests that they check out, uh, check on Dorothy and Trudy in the mm-hmm. kitchen because they've been a little bit, but they'd only be gone like 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was more or less to break the tension of the uh, the fart omission, right? Or admission. <laughs> yeah. so they go check on them in the back and uh, they see Dorothy and Trudy arm wrestling on the table. Trudy wins and asks Dorothy, How's it feel to have your butt whipped? Lance then <laughs> pipes in, saying that, you know,
1: sometimes it's stimulating. Yeah. I think she actually says titillating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you wonder about the other times. Right. <laughs> like, did she just like, well, if that's what he wants, I <laughs> <Yeah>. guess.
0: <laughs> She's like, sometimes it's strangely titillating. Other times it's assault. <laughs> <laughs> other <laughs> times it's
1: just the price I pay for higher education. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> The street continues. Del- <laughs>
2: delivery. It's all about delivery. I'm proud of you. That was good. Um, Blanche pipes in saying that, you know, oh, sorry, Dorothy suggests, though, uh, that they play a real game tomorrow that uh, requires some skill. And, uh, and to, that's when she suggests to go ahead and play tennis. Mm-hmm. Trudy agrees. And uh, they kind of trade some more lighthearted insults as they walk out of the kitchen. And then they're discussing an old friend that had called uh, about his uh, switch hitting marriage history. Right. So he married three times, four should include, I think, some victor. Oh, okay. Uh, we change scene. Blanche, Sophia, and Rose are sitting on uh, some bleachers, and we see a tennis ball traveling back and forth from in, in, in frame. Uh, Blanche uh, comments on how weird it is for two grown women to be competing so hard without a man involved. <laughs> uh, Sophia says that the women in Sicily uh, competed for everything, citing the great string cheese war of 47. Blanche then comments about how badly Trudy is beating Dorothy. Uh, just then, the two ladies head up to the uh, center of the net and uh, to towel off and take a, a short break. Right. Uh, Trudy jabs at Dorothy, asking if she forfeits. Dorothy says, "You know, she doesn't even know the meaning of the word." Rose then laments, "She's a teacher too. No wonder the Japanese are ahead of
0: us." Yeah, that was one of my favorite lines there. That was, yeah, yeah,
2: that was a good runner-up for me.
0: There's um,
1: a, a comparable joke. Mitch Hedberg had a thing where he said um. He was watching TV or whatever, and it some inspirational story about um, a girl who didn't have limbs or something. I don't, I forget what it was, mm-hmm. but it, the newscaster was like, and she doesn't, and he's like, and I was sad. And then the newscaster said she didn't know the meaning of the word can't. And then I was even sadder because she doesn't understand simple contractions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I butchered it. But it it's
0: no, really but no you definitely got the spirit of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyone
2: who knows Mitch Hedberg's yeah. work would totally hear it in, his head, in yeah. their head.
1: I love Mitch Hedberg.
0: Yeah, he died way too soon. He did.
2: He was hilarious. Hopefully
0: him and Norm are up there uh Trading telling jokes. Trading one- one-liners? i like to think so.
2: But uh, so, you know, she says, that's why the Japanese are ahead of us. The girls then go back to the court. Dorothy says, I'm going to kill you, Trudy. Uh, just then, Trudy trips. And the girls uh, kind of stand up and look on uh, with concern. Sophia says that uh, she's seen that look before. And, you know, when pasta sticks to a wall, it's done. And when a body sticks to cement, it's dead. All right. So then they rush onto the court to try and help. I don't know, that rush on the court, maybe in an exaggeration, they kind of saunter
0: yeah. to the court. I feel like, now granted, I realize this would be Dorothy's friend, not Sophia's per se, but she was definitely a big part of Sophia's yeah. life. It'd be like you to my mom, you know, like someone who she's known for as long as I have, basically. And if you were to die suddenly, well, I don't think well, she, would, she would just make a like, flip comment. And seems
2: like they're past.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like uh, Sophia should be a little more uh, tactful mm-hmm. if she thinks they're you know, daughter's best friend has just died in front of them. Yeah, it also seems like <coughs> Sophia's, you know, not as good of an observer of corpses, right. actually. <laughs> <as she would laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. Don't spoil the ending, Brent. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
2: Uh, we do change scenes again. The girls are now in the kitchen at the kitchen table, trying to console Dorothy, who is extremely upset as her friend had just died on the court.
0: all right mm-hmm.
2: uh, She says that uh, she feels like a murderer, and you know why it have to happen this way. Uh, Rose assures her that she's done nothing wrong, at least nothing that would hold up in court.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Rose would know she's killed a few before.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought that was a great line, too. Uh, Blanche kicks Rose under the table for that insensitive comment. Rose explains that uh, at the grief center, they teach acceptance for things in life that don't really have an explanation. Uh, Blanche agrees and says, you know, she knows how it feels. Rose then asks, you killed your best friend, too, Blanche? (laughs) Rose actually had some really great lines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was solid. Uh, Blanche begins to tell a story about when she won the Little Miss Magnolia pageant. Uh, Dorothy o stops her and tells her that you know she's pre- feeling pretty vulnerable right now, and she doesn't really want to hear another story about her and some redneck hick under a magnolia tree, you know, palming all over each other.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Indignant, uh, Blanche stops her story, but uh, you know comments that you know not everyone comes from somewhere as dignified as Brooklyn,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: Uh, Dorothy apologizes and tells her to continue, but uh, please leave out the uh, southern jargon she's known for. Blanche begins again and uh, starts talking about how she was close with a girl named Kathy Lee mm-hmm. uh, when she was around eight years old, but then immediately adds a barrage of southland adjectives that was impressive for even her, I think.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. It was a good, a good run. Uh, you say Southland instead yeah. of Southern?
2: I said, well, I said Southern earlier, and then I said Southland this time to yeah. kind of yeah, add it up, it up. And, you know, break it up a bit, you know. Nice. It still applies, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I absolutely.
0: Okay. I just never heard it said that way before.
2: Sorry, I have to throw you off.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's totally fine. I appreciated it. <laughs> Brent may, may introduce that into his own speech patterns.
1: Right, yeah. I could. Add it to, add
2: it to the vernacular.
0: Exactly. My Southland patois.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so she's talking about uh, her mother had forbade her from being friends with Kathy Lee because her mother was not a member of the Daughters of the Confederacy, mm-hmm. uh, even threatening that you know if she hung out with her, she was not going to get mm-hmm. a new uh, pair of riding boots for, for Christmas. Right. So she did. She dropped her.
1: Yeah. The fact that, you know, Kathy Lee and her family are not members <laughs> of the Daughters of the Confederacy, I think it <laughs> speaks highly of them. All right. Yeah, I
0: agree. Yeah. One,
2: one thing she did add is like, uh, they were at some party, and like her servants were making fun of the other servants, or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, hey, both of them were at least well-to-do to yeah. some end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy asks how the story relates to acceptance, though, mm-hmm. and uh, Blanche explains that you know years later, Kathy Lee slept with Blanche's father to exact revenge, which Blanche had to learn to accept.
0: Yeah, she she goes on with the line that I thought was pretty great. Like after pondering it for a second, um, she says. You know, my family had a few dollars, and I love them dearly. But when you get around to uh, right down to it, they were basically trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: it, it's one of those things that if Big Daddy, you know, has a history of sleeping with Blanche's friends, mm-hmm. then I don't think Blanche should have been that surprised when, you know, Big Daddy hooked up with the Widow Hamilton right, or, yeah. or whatever her <laughs> name is. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, should have been par for the course, if exactly. anything.
1: What was the widow's name? Uh, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I, it wasn't Widow Hamilton, I don't think. But no, whatever. but it was something along those I, lines. I remember the episode you are talking about. about because Cameron, it definitely man. when
0: you mention someone, the widow, whatever, it automatically <laughs> gives you the image of an older lady. Yeah. Because um, yeah. typically <laughs> if someone is a widow but they're still reasonably you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. young, you yeah. don't refer them. As the widow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the yeah, widow, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, uh, But, yeah, it was something like that, a widow and a last name. That, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Widow Hamilton, maybe from a Nor Macdonald bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe that's where I'm getting that from.
2: Well, when she uh, says he, that she had to accept, oh, go ahead, Jim
1: Moore. Uh, just, did you ever hear that one where he's talking about you have to close the curtains to have sex?
0: I don't think so. At least it doesn't sound familiar offhand.
1: It basically, it's like you you do that because it's the dirtiest thing you could possibly do, <laughs> and you want to hide your shame. It's like you don't close the curtains when you're baking a pie for the Widow Hamilton. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> Thank you, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, yeah, she said she had to learn to accept that, but she also adds that her mother accepted it also, along with the new Cadillac for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose tells Dorothy that uh, the going to the reunion will make her feel better, but Dorothy, you know, had forgotten about it entirely, uh-huh. says that she can't possibly face her classmates. Uh, Blanche insists that, uh, that she should go and that they can support each other and it would ultimately be good for her.
0: Yeah, well, especially since this reunion is happening in their house. It seems Later like, that day. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy admits that, you know, they're probably right, but doesn't know how that she's going to break the news to her old friends. Mm-hmm. And plus, you think these people have probably flown from across the country?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, obviously she's already broken the news to you know the widower Jack. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like everybody else would be a much easier conversation. Right? Yeah, it's like, hey, remember that girl from fifty years ago? <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: she, she, she did. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "No, Trudy." Uh, on the
0: floor, yeah. She was the picture of health. Uh, What did you do, Dorothy? I just saw her 30 years ago. (laughs) Exactly. Let me guess.
1: Silicone leakage. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a direct hit with a tennis ball, you know?
1: (laughs) Could be. shattered it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sophia suggests that uh, she wait a bit, though, to break the news as, you Mm -hmm. know, such bad news can put a real damper on happy hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blanche and uh, Rose, oh, we have a scene change. And uh, Blanche and Rose are in the living room in front of a large banner that reads, Welcome League Champs 46. Yeah, I thought that
0: was odd <laughs> that these people have been holding on to whatever league championship <laughs> they won. Well,
2: it made me think that maybe this reunion was just for the tennis group.
0: It could be. Because
2: um, she may sound like it was a high school reunion at first, mm. but maybe it was high school tennis group. It, it would make sense why it was not a real big group of people yeah but and, it also it
1: would also make sense that because everybody knows tennis reunions happen every 43 years <laughs> oh yeah right? that's <laughs> true that's a good point like clockwork exactly <laughs> so, 43 love yeah. <laughs> have the
0: reunion yeah I'm sure the uh, survivors are probably you know already starting the planning for their mm-hmm. next one that's just I think a decade away mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly the 86th reunion yeah
1: <laughs> 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 A woman
2: approaches uh, Blanche and Rose and asks where Dorothy is, saying, you know, that she greeted her earlier and then just disappeared. Uh Rose assures her that everything's fine. It's not like anyone died or anything. <laughs> <Right>. Blanche <laughs> looks at <laughs> back at Rose with a sarcastic approval for her, you know, bulletproof cover story. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> like Ski doing his best, Gavin McLeod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, the same lady is then speaking to another guest who's right by Sophia, and she comments that you know she hasn't seen Trudy's face in a long time. Sophia says that she could see it in six months and it wouldn't have changed. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Blanche comments to Rose that you know it's been two hours now, and they can't continue with this charade, and that they need to go get Dorothy to come out and you know break the news to everybody. Sophia volunteers to go get her daughter. And then she starts to kind of, she goes back there and gets her and she starts to recount a story about how Italy joined the Crimean War, uh, you know, kicking it off of the, you know, big old party, I guess, because <laughs> that's how you do with, with wars. She uses it as an allegory to uh, say that uh, her daughter, like the uh, Italian leader's wife, who apparently at that time had set her, set her hit her mm-hmm. sexual peak mm-hmm. uh, and was uh, neglecting the group. Uh, they were both acting as poor hostesses. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the lines. Go ahead. What are uh, you saying?
1: Um, I'll let you finish the line. First. I was
2: going to say I think she says something about uh, was it the king or the premier or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, as he had his like saber down to his ankles.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like
1: that. What were you going to say, Brent? So like, it was odd. Like, so this was the second time, third time this week, um, that the Crimean War had popped up on my radar. No, really? Um, it was odd. Like that I is would, odd. So I was doing a, a crossword puzzle, and it was like Florence Nightingale's War. Mm, okay. And I just did not know it, so you know I had to Google that shit. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's the one she was from. And then like it was in this episode, and I was like, oh, Small World. And then Doctor Who recently came back. And and the they jump back to the Crimean War. Oh really? And, and it was just like all three things like happened within the course
0: of, you know, the very short window or whatever.
1: Was, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that there may be
0: a possibility that uh, you know, prior ancestor of yours was in the Crimean War and you were you know, like past lives type of a situation? Possibly because I know my saber goes all the way down to my ankles, too. (laughs) That's just because you have really short legs. (laughs) That's true. That's true. That ain't the only thing that's stubby. (laughs) Wow. I like the idea that people are thinking of you now with, like, I know... (laughs) <laughs> that you weren't a big fan of the movie Deadpool, but I think there's a part where, like, his legs get cut yeah. off and they're growing yes. back, his little baby yeah. legs. <laughs> like, that would be you uh-huh. <laughs> with your tiny little baby man legs. Well, then exactly. one time he
2: has, like, the baby hand. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about how it looks huge in his... <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know one of those things that I'm sure at this point they just view me as like a, a poor man's Billy Barty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we've talked up as being a slightly richer man's uh, Paul Rudd. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Paul Rudd of the Tri-County area. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but So, yeah, she tells her that she's being a bad ho- hostess and needs to go out and talk to people. hmm uh, she reassures her that, you know, her daughter that her friends will understand and will sympathize with the bad news. Um, Dorothy goes out to talk to the group and begins to uh, kind of break. Or to, to, she's going to tell them the story. But she starts to uh, break down before she can even talk and uh, asks her uh, mother for some help. And then Sophia just blurts out, Trudy's dead. <laughs> Dorothy explains to the uh, stunned partygoers goers that uh, it happened that morning uh, during a game of tennis. She apologetically and tearfully says that uh, she wishes it had been heard instead and that uh, they may as well rename the reunion The Dorothy Killed Trudy Party. Aww. She then breaks down again and heads back to her room. Uh, At that point, the doorbell rings, and with a devastated look on her face, uh, Rose states that someone is late and Dorothy will have to give her speech all over again. (laughs) Blanche goes to answer the door, and then Trudy bursts in with a smile. Yeah. Know, telling the crowd it was just a classical pro- practical joke like the ones from high school. Blanche responds that you know some things from high school aren't appropriate as adults, mm-hmm. uh, like dating every other guy you meet. Yeah. Uh, she then stops herself, realizing that she's losing credibility.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good Blanche line.
2: <laughs> Sophia steps in and berates her for playing such a cruel trick because it probably was beyond the pale, uh, and that the rest of the group kind of murmurs in agreement. Trudy says that if she's gone too far, she's sorry. Uh, but uh, they tell her that she really needs to apologize to Dorothy. Uh, then they lead her back to her bedroom, uh, and Dorothy won't open the door. You can tell she's still sad. Uh, Trudy bursts in anyway, saying that she can you know, make her feel happy again, uh, only to find Dorothy in bed with Jack, mm-hmm. her husband. Uh, she's immediately irate, but uh, you know, Dorothy asks, well, why are you alive? Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, Trudy asks what kind of person just jumps into bed with her uh, dearest friend's husband, uh, Blanche then interjects, saying, you oh, yeah, that person may not be all bad, depending on the circumstances." <laughs>
0: right. <laughs>
2: uh, Trudy comments that uh, she thinks that she may just faint. Uh, Dorothy then, or Dorothy and Jack both throw up the covers, revealing that they're fully clothed. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy yells, "Gotcha!" Uh, she explained that she'd figured out that this might just have been Trudy's ultimate prank, mm-hmm. and uh, got Jack to kind of admit to it, and then go along with her revenge prank. Yeah. Um, Trudy condemns her husband for going along with the, 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 the you know.
0: The ruse. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, and he says, so I got in bed with Dorothy. It was a joke. Sensing the opportunity to insult her, Dorothy uh, kind of points over Sophia and says, don't even think it, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good line, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr- Trudy tells Dorothy that it was a, a hugely uh, underhanded and sneaky prank and that she has really missed her. Yep. And then <laughs> they hug one another. Uh, Blanche is confused that, uh, so you guys are just all okay with this? Mm. Uh, Trudy explains that her friendship was really based on years of pranks like this towards one another. This seems a little extreme, though, to yeah, me. Yeah, I would say both sides faking of Faking your death and mm-hmm. then faking sleeping with, yeah, yeah, anyway. Most of the group uh, then heads back to the party, but Blanche and Rose kind of keep Dorothy behind and lecture her on how cruel it was to not let them in on it. Uh, because they were suffering right along with her, right? right yep. well, and I guess in this case, they were the only ones really suffering. Because yeah. <laughs> Dorothy knew. They tell her it was it's unforgivable and they won't be speaking to her again. Uh, Blanche grabs Rose's hand and they storm out of the bedroom, leaving Dorothy kind of just staying there speechless. Mm-hmm. Uh, upset, she kind of slinks down to her bed. Uh, Blanche then reenters, smiles, and says, Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy tells her she was very convincing. And Blank Sky turns to give credit to Rose as well. Rose is gone. (laughs) Uh, Then they go, uh, she goes to find her, and the scene ends, and that's where we close. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I I did want to say I thought it was uh, not right that Trudy would have gotten mad at Dorothy anyway, because if she thought her prank had worked, Then Dorothy would not have been in the wrong per se. It would have definitely been Jack. She should have. Who who knew, right? Yeah, she's like, you knew knew I wasn't dead, and still you slept with my best friend. Um, He's like, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, the shit-eating grin. Right. Little shrug.
1: Um, Like so, so, obviously the scene that we did not see was you know Dorothy accosting Jack, saying, you know, I know your wife's alive, right? Yeah. You know, but wasn't there another scene where like Blanche's think. Think they're pranking her about somebody being deceased?
0: Um, I don't know if that was in this episode or not. No,
1: not not this episode, but like a previous. Oh, in a previous epi- one, yeah, yeah, I feel
0: like there was something like that. Yeah,
1: and then finally they're like, "No, no," it's, and then Blanche is like, "Oh, I'm wrong," or something like that. Yeah, she was, mm-hmm. I forget
0: what it was. You can edit all this out. <laughs> Save it for the blooper episode. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, things that hit the the. Uh, Cutting room floor. They're just gone forever. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I don't. I don't typically save them in some sort of a file of. Because normally I, I cut very little out. It's mostly us and ums and mm-hmm. skis. Occasionally racist rants. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh dang it, Alan! I do. I do have both <laughs> in a file, and, and it is titled "Skis Racist Rants." Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it. If I ever run for office, that's <laughs> right. <what you're... laughs> if if need be, it depends on how much uh, support you get from the community. Because I figure. Your election coffers might be pretty deep, so mm-hmm. you might I be think able you're to wrong. Have <laughs> to pay um, whatever, dude. You, I've said before, if Ski were to die, the funeral would have to be held at Lucas Oil Stadium because <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't have enough seating. So, but yeah.
2: he's a silly man.
0: Yeah, but anyways. Uh, so yeah, we had uh, just a few guest actors in that episode. Um, Anna Francis, she was Trudy. Uh, mm-hmm. Two hundred and ten titles to her name. This was her only Golden Girls. Um, she was on thirty episodes of Honey West and uh Brent probably remembers her as uh, Ann Williams in The Satan Bug. And then uh I think
2: we all remember that one, Alan. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember her from Forbidden Planet. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Forbidden Planet was very uh probably her most well known image at least. 'Cause mm-hmm. you know, the grand I believe it's an artist rendition, but like the image of the blonde lady on the cover of the magazine with Robbie the robot or not the magazine I should say but like on the movie poster mm-hmm. yeah that would have been her that was being depicted there yep. so quite famous um quite f- quite famous role anyway mm-hmm. then uh robert king he was a uh, jack 53 titles for his name and this was his only golden girls and then uh jean palmerton was a woman with uh, eight titles to her name and this was her only golden girls She was on uh, three episodes of the Bob Newhart Show as a Corrine Mm Murdoch. So I know that uh, Brent is... We're both fans of the Bob Newhart Show, but I'd say Brent is more so than I am. Mm -hmm. So anyways, uh, so Ski, who got your uh, MVP for this episode?
2: I gave it to Dorothy. I thought it was a very Dorothy-centric episode, and Mm -hmm. I thought she pulled off the feigned grief and uh, the final prank pretty brilliantly. Yeah, I
0: agree. Uh, How about you, Brent? Sophia. Sophia.
1: Um, I just love a good fart joke. <laughs>
0: who doesn't, though? I'm a simple man. <laughs> T- much like Prince. I don't know if it's my favorite joke, but <laughs> 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 but who doesn't like a good fart joke? Um, exactly. And then uh, mine was also went to Dorothy, uh, and Blanche was my runner-up, so Sophia's fart joke wasn't even enough to quite get her into the running for me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. I'm the top four, probably. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I, I would put her above Trudy <laughs> or Jack. So. Yeah. Uh, but no, I thought it was a, a really okay. strong Dorothy episode. She doesn't get a lot of episodes where she gets to be the comedic Mm -hmm. center of it. Yeah, Um, yeah. And so I I thought she has played it pretty well. That's a good point. Um, How many slices of cheesecake did this one earn for you?
2: I give it six. Six? I actually thought I had pretty great acting from Trudy and a funny overall premise.
0: How about you, Brent?
1: Um, Just five. Um, I agree with everything that Ski said, but I don't know, just the suspension of disbelief as far as like, this Why reunion would go to from New York <laughs> <laughs> and then also just I don't know it seems to fake your death it would involve a bit more than Trudy would be capable of especially since she's not a local <laughs> yeah
0: that's true that's fair <laughs> yeah you'd
2: think that you'd have to involve I mean anyone An there whatever. <laughs> could have
1: like checked her pulse right
2: yeah, yeah. she would have it, had
1: to have pretty well choreographed that and planned like, ahead I mean are they just gonna like the Goldens are just gonna leave until the you yes know, she's the dead it's like yep there's a corpse
0: on the court <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It seems like somebody would have at least checked her. She wouldn't have been able to hold still <laughs> that long. To well, I
2: mean, you know, she'd have been like taken away in an ambulance. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty sizable bill for just a prank, You're right? I, I agree. guess she married rich, but still.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. well, maybe maybe Jack was waiting. Maybe he knew the prank was coming. He's like, no, just load her body into my car. I'll drive her to the (laughs) hospital. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I I rented the station wagon at the airport. (laughs) I knew she had a weak card. I told her not to play against you. um, Mm -hmm. Exactly. Anyways, um, well, I I gave it a six and a half. I I liked it pretty well. I thought it was a a fun episode. Um, Mm -hmm. Trudy was a little Mm -hmm. grating, so Mm -hmm. even though overall I liked the episode a lot, she kept it from going higher than that for me but six and a half certainly solid um before we close out the episode though now in people are listening to this you know right before christmas so this kind of goes along with the uh the Mm -hmm. christmas the season of giving but Mm -hmm. today is Mm -hmm. november 17th for us which Mm -hmm. is only a couple days until brent's birthday so i I have a gift for you brent Mm -hmm. So nice. I thought what? I'd give it to you here on the podcast. Fantastical. This is a, a t-shirt that I got uh, <laughs> com- nice. commemorating uh, one of Brent's best bits. Yes. Yes. It's a, a green shirt mm-hmm. and it says Florida man on it, it that has. is
2: fantastic
0: <laughs> and I rotated
1: it so the microphone could see yeah. <laughs>
0: so maybe we'll take a picture of the Florida man t-shirt so that you guys can see what I'm referring to uh, on Twitter and I'll just have to try to remember to put it out around December 20th <laughs> so, exactly. so, so that you that a picture of my chesticles. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so you won't be Thank able you. to to send Brent a happy birthday message at this point. Um, or you certainly still can. You can absolutely still send him a happy birthday message, even though it'll be, you know, a month and a half behind. Yeah,
1: you can send one to any of us at any point, and you've got a
0: one in three hundred sixty-five chance of being right. And I would say if you send it within a month, then it still qualifies, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, so, so. absolutely.
2: Oh, I have one little thing to add. Oh sure. As soon as you said that Anne Francis was in Forbidden Planet, it just triggered something in my head. I was like Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah. The the, the theme mm-hmm. song, the opening theme. Yeah. It has. And Francis stars in oh, yeah. Forbidden Planet. Oh, so. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Very nice. I guess I, that was. I, I think I've mentioned before. I've never seen that all the way through. Mm-hmm. I've seen bits and pieces of mm-hmm. it. It's good. Uh, but that's a great reference to this episode. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, you knew that reference already too, Brent. Mm-hmm. I'm a little yeah. disappointed you didn't interject it, but uh, you'd moved on. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> you brought up Kareem too quickly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So. Well, anyway, like I said before, I hope everybody has a really happy holidays and uh, we'll see them again December 27th. That's right. And above <laughs> all else, uh, stay golden, Coco. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Sophia's Choice Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.